1: Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this Wednesday pre-market prep. Spencer, Israel, Joel O'Connor, Dennis, Dick, with you this morning. We are just in a seesaw kind of a market. You go down on Tuesday, you go up on Wednesday. Maybe you go down on Thursday, you go up on Friday. That's the theme of today's show. is just whipsaw action um, from yesterday's sell-off into the close. Uh, We've got a little bit of a contradictory tweet from the president overnight what else is new there uh but yeah just i guess buy the dip wins again at least uh temporarily uh so we've got some individual movers but that'll be the theme here our guest is ivan feinteth he is from tigris financial partners he was on the show at eight thirty-five. in the meantime hit that like button hit that subscribe button we appreciate that joel
3: give us an update here what exactly is the deal with this market Say hello to the 3300 handle, folks. We're going to be spending a lot of time here, maybe a little bit above 3400, like yesterday, 3421.75, yesterday's high. uh, Sold off 20 handles um, after the 415 close, but you know what? The buy to dippers came in right away, trading at the highs of the pre market session, 7850, up 25 handles. So, not much resistance i'll go with monday's close at thirty three ninety three as a potential target on the long side uh bad day for crude up and down again today down a buck o three at thirty nine sixty four uh, gold back under nineteen hundred down sixteen dollars and thirty cents at eighteen ninety two fifty silver in the red by twenty one point six cents at twenty three Set point seven oh five and Bitcoin. Bitcoin just not moving. Maybe we'll have to wait till Thanksgiving. That's up fifty five dollars at ten thousand six hundred and eighty five. Well, when you talk about buying the dip and selling the rip, I guess, uh, I guess you got to be flexible on your time frame, right, Triple D?
2: Not really. You don't have to be flexible at all. It applies to all time frames here, Joel. And we've been talking about the fade trade, and you know, if you're chasing. In this type of market, we call, we've call we been calling for chop. And that is exactly what you're getting. So it doesn't depend at all on your time frame. I would say buy the dip and sell the rip works almost in all time frames. And it worked intraday yesterday. Everybody buying. We're up through 340. We're in breakout mode. Yay, stimulus party. Oh, no, there's no stimulus. And I'll say, it, kaplooey, we close near the lows. We go down more after hours. What happens? Oh, we got a tweet because the president can't have the market going down. So he's got to come out with his tweet to defend the market. And obviously says, no, we've got, you know, potential, you know, stimulus here happening and airlines potentially. And, you know, they just have to sign the bill. So the market rips back higher. So here we are, you know, what we talked about is it's going to be choppy. We're like, remember the China trade deal? Deal, yep, no deal, yeah, deal, yep. no deal. And all the chop we had for like a year in there. Uh-huh. Welcome to the chop fest. And if you were buying rips and selling dips, you were doing it backwards. This moral, the, the name of the game is sell the rip and buy the dip, not sell the dip. So yesterday's dip. Another buying opportunity, yesterday's rip, another selling opportunity. We're in the middle of nowhere here right now. But you get up to 340 on SPY again, I think you run into a wall of sellers. So not chasing. Don't chase in this market. I wonder how many closes we're going to have at 3350, right <laughs> in
3: between 3,300 and be a lot. There'll be a lot. I mean, you got up a, uh, you know, yesterday, you got up above it. And uh, today, you're up 23 handles. We'll see if this rally can hold just a... Just keep an eye on your Twitter feed. I, if, I don't see how a statement of this deal gets done before the election, but even knowing that, who knows where the hell this market's going to go, right, with all the other factors. But we can't control that. We certainly can't control uh, Trump's Twitter feed, but we can we can control and we can look at the offering price here and uh, DraftKings, and boy, it's, oh, boy.
2: Yep. If it's the stock insist- of the day. What did we say yesterday? On the show.
3: Wait for the price.
2: Wait How for the could price. You
3: do anything before the price.
2: Stock was 60 bucks, and people are like, Are you buying the dip? And I mean the name of the game is buy the dip, but not when you've got a pending offering price because that is going to act like a magnet. And I was like, What if they price this at like fifty-eight or even fifty-five? You know, the stock's gonna go down significantly. They didn't price it at fifty eight or fifty-five, they price it at fifty-two. <laughs> and now you're in the fifty-two handle. Shocking. <laughs> It's a magnet, it pulls the price down. Can it bounce off 52? So now, if you're so inclined to buy the dip, now is a better time to strike. But we got some bad NFL news, so we got some stuff happening, so it makes it a little bit scarier, but at least you have a price. At least you've got the 52 price here. So you save yourself seven or eight bucks. I was going to try to buy the dip and I actually did. And then I turned around and hit it because of that news, obviously. Um, We haven't quite got down to the 52 price here yet. I think we're going to test it. We probably go through it, maybe spook out a few arbs. Does it hold is the question. But, you know, the NFL headline is no good here either. Spencer, give us that.
1: Yeah, you got a couple of bad headlines here for DraftKings. Positive tests for coronavirus on the Patriots and the Titans. The Titans test is being rerun this morning, uh, but it's not looking good. I'm I'm not sure if they'll ever be able to play a game again at this rate. They haven't gone a few days without a test since They had the outbreak. And then on the Patriots, another player is tested positive. It's the third player on the Patriots to test positive. So now you've got two NFL teams, uh, which we know is uh, the NFL is essentially the driving uh, force behind uh, DraftKings in a way. Uh, Two NFL teams dealing with outbreaks now, uh, positive tests, and the implications of that are season could be disrupted, and we'll go
2: from there. We've got a number – we got the fifty-two. We have precedence. Penn bounced off of its offering price and went straight back up. Can DraftKings do the same? There, obviously the wild card here is how many more players are going to continue to, you know, show up with COVID and is the NFL season potentially in jeopardy if it continues to spread. That's the wild card. If that happens, the stock's gonna continue lower. I don't care what the arbitrage is. So but we do have a price, we do have fifty-two, we are testing it right now. 52 Fifty yeah. two twelve. I, I would imagine we're going to cut through it because it's going to be way people it defending feels, it, huh? but it's yep. so heavy right now. I'd imagine yep. you're going to cut through it and maybe shake out some of the R's. People saying, okay, I'm safe at fifty I'm safe at 52, And then they're going to go down, take it to 51, maybe even to 50, spook all those out and then maybe eventually bounce it. But, I would be more inclined to buy the dip here from an arbitrage perspective if it didn't have all this headline stuff going on with the NFL. That's the unknown. How much are they going to price that in? Penn Gaming holding up fairly well considering. It's not really down at all. So, obviously, you can see the heavy weight of DKNG today is obviously the offering price. How long were were
3: you in uh, Because you you, you got up. I got
2: hit on it. I
3: I bet you you're in it like 14 seconds.
2: About a minute. (laughs)
3: Right. <laughs> less than a minute
2: no about a minute i was in the trade and i'm like no it's too heavy so i wasn't paying attention um i'm doing a lot of different things i was bouncing around actually getting ready for the show and then boom i was in the higher i was at just around 53 because so i was like i, I might buy this a buck up from the offering price give it a shot and then i got hit i'm like oh there's a bad nfl headline so i just turned around and hit the bid. you got to be able to just say hey get out you know you're wrong i moved on you know i lost 30 cents i think on the trade which sucks but um I don't want to sit around here and wait for this thing to become a big loser because there's an NFL headline here that I'm not sure about. And, man, we bounced right off the 52 the first time. But I still think you're going to probably take it Yeah, I mean,
3: it's really hard to go, uh, you know, technicals on this when you have a number like that. The number is 52, right?
2: yeah.
3: And uh, so I'm I'm not even going to give any of the other daily support levels. The only thing, the only reason that you wouldn't, like, be loving it here at 52 is because – maybe maybe there's not that much interest right maybe there's interest if, if it's undersubscribed
2: no no that, that's not you even You think so f- oh you yeah, don't no. think they're, they're, it's it's already done the pricing's done so that's where they've had to come and meet they didn't say that they they would have had that already in the press release Joel. so if it was undersubscribed it would have been and didn't say anything but being undersubscribed did it spencer i didn't read it okay i saw 52 didn't see usually like it would say it right away. Oh, we couldn't get enough buyers, so we're undersubscribed no. here. So that would already be done. They've already priced it, Joel. So it's already off. The, you know, it's just about now, um, you know, the Arabs who got the stock at 52, maybe were selling last night at 54, 55, you know, shorting it because they knew they got the allocation. The box, right? But, you know, maybe they didn't know they got the allocation till this morning. And now they're like, oh, any ARB that's coming in there now, shorting yeah. it is only making 20 cents. So you're not, not doing it as well. It.
3: Yep, not, not doing as doing. well
2: with it. It's still worth it as 20 cents, but you know that, that's what brings it down. The natural arbitrage is people who get the stock at 52 are like taking the free money, and they turn around and become natural sellers. So what the ARBs do is they short the stock at 54, 55, anticipating there's going to be a lot of people who just bought this 52, and they're going to put selling pressure on the stock. Sometimes it's not as much selling pressure as maybe you know, a positive story, and that's why pen gaming takes off. But right now the story has turned negative because of the NFL, and that's the wild card here. So it's getting defended at fifty-two, which is not surprising. Um, we'll see what happens if, it conti- if the Arabs continue to defend the fifty-two level or if they lose it.
3: All right, let's uh, let's talk about uh, uh, a, a retailer. Another retailer beats here, and I, I wasn't I wasn't all that surprised. We were talking about Levi's here, and how the retailers have been ripping how, how, how much did they how, how much did they beat by Spencer yeah
1: the earnings were good uh, again I think estimates are a little bit off uh, out, out of whack because of uh, you know the entire year but uh, EPS eight cents versus a 22 cent loss estimate sales 1.06 billion versus 822 million dollars so a beaten to beat for the earnings they also give guidance on their conference call they see uh, q4 earnings per share at around 15 cents which is in line sales. Uh, down 14-15% on a year over year basis
3: uh, nice pop pre-market high I'm just uh, I was so wrong when I did my analysis in triple B-Y uh, I, you know I thought I saw a pre-market seller here I'm just gonna I'm gonna go for the flip side on this one I'm gonna reverse you uh, Initial spike, uh, 1677 and 1677, you got up there again, but I think, you know, if you clear that out, I mean, clear 17 and keep on going. If it uh, does anything that uh triple B Y did. So use 1677. That's my number of the day. That's all I got for you. What you, did you trade that one at all, Dennis? Or? No,
2: I had it in the run-up ahead of the earnings report, but I didn't take it through. And yeah, I, we, we kind of thought that they might, you know, continue to squeeze them, but then then we looked at the short interest and it wasn't as high as we thought it would be. But some of these retailers are getting love right now. There's separation here happening. Yeah, just so. just
3: for so no, I mean, no really no specific reason, yeah. but. That they are
2: so it, it, it's very selective you're seeing some retailers like we talked about bed bath and Beyond, Yawn, l brands it's a non-stop bid and that was a bit of a short squeeze that's just now turned into fomo people jumping in there um, can Levi turn into the same thing? Maybe. I, I'm not I'm naturally just fading it because I've seen some strength in individual retailers. Yep. Um, overall, I used to look at Kohl's, Nordstrom, these things are all in the gutter. They're all getting a little bit of a lift here this morning because obviously the stimulus talks is lifting anything with the, re- with the reopening play, the stocks that have been in trouble um and if you want to just go back and talk that for a minute i mean the airlines are ripping higher so they sell off significantly yesterday when okay stimulus talks are over so we're going to slam those stocks and now oh and they get an actual mention from the president the airlines that's why you're seeing the airlines bounce back even more we got aal trading up three and a half percent we got jet uh, JetBlue, which actually catches an upgrade here today as well trading up over six percent you got ual trading up four and a half percent you got alaska trading up 3.6 percent the only one not participating as much as luv because it caught a downgrade but it's still up 1.8 percent too so airlines getting the lift that's all thanks to the president's tweet
3: yeah there is uh some interesting levels here uh just based on the dailies If you get up near 38 in um, ALK, keep an eye on that. I spot four highs in that area. Quick spike uh, over that level was faded, maybe because of the downgrade. Uh, Delta kind of hanging in there, trading at 3220, looking to fill a gap up near 33 bucks. If you look, that'd that'd be a pretty big move for Delta. Delta. United UAL trading up just under 37. 37 is an interesting number because you gapped down from that area and then you touched it yesterday. So pretty wide open here between 37 and. Well, what we're we trading at we're already trading at uh, 30 36 39 let's see if you can clear 37 in ual what about the cruise lines are they getting a lift
2: a little bit you see in ccl um, nclh they didn't get the specific mention here but they're all getting a lift boeing's getting a lift all the reopening stocks it's seen you know, it can look just sure. iwm versus the qqq and you can see it there too iwm up 1.3 percent qqq up only up 0.8 percent so you can see it directly DraftKings 2, just to go back, is indeed through the 52. Mm. ARBs are like, uh oh. 5166. <laughs> they weren't listening to pre-market prep because we told you it was gonna go through there. It's just <laughs> too heavy. I mean, that's just tape reading. You're like, it's too heavy. Yeah, you I mean, could feel it. It's, it's like kinda something. hanging on, but you could just feel it. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised they take this thing down to fifty. So that's why I'm not I'm you know, if they didn't have this NFL headline, I'd be buying a fifty two. But with the NFL headline, it's too much unknown. It's too many people spooked. I think it does eventually bounce back. I think the people buying it today are going to be okay, I think, but I'm not doing it because you're catching the fallen knife. There's a lot of bad news here right now. And now, if you catch the ARBs and you start to get this thing under 51, then you got arbitrage players that are actually getting hit. So um, the people who were selling last night, the smart ARBs, were the ones that were making the money when the offering came out and they were hitting the 55 bit. So that's the smart money. Pen's starting to leak. Stocks.
3: Yeah, Penn's starting to leak a little bit too here is it red Ah, uh, yeah, yeah pen has 22. went to the
2: red too i was saying that to you this morning too spencer like why is pen still up i should have just been hitting the bid I, and not saying anything I, else about it i told you so yeah typically. Let's go ahead and hit the bed typically
1: uh pen and DraftKings trade together and they're the only stocks that i can really think of that will move to have any kind of correlation to headlines and news in like the broader sports for sure uh, I, I i can't think of any other stuff
2: lca to- obviously yeah. i own lca i've had this for a bit it's not looking great i'm still up in it but it's not Man, looking you've had great that at one all
3: forever
2: <laughs> well it's only been out for a couple of months but forever well, no, for I, me <laughs> it's a long-term investment i su- for me I surprised
3: i'm surprised you to get itchy over 18 like that i
2: did i was trying to hold on to it people say i sell everything too early and look what <laughs> happens to me i watch all my gain go away that's telling me. So, you know, it's selective perception to a certain extent, like when I'm doing the longer-term stuff and I book the gain. I always remember the one that goes up, but I don't remember the one that, you know, I sold well. You know, like, for instance, um, remember U.S. Steel I had, for instance? Remember that? You know, there's oh, one of you you're held really, it. you're really
3: yeah, good. Yeah, I man. had a it at, like, way.
2: 25, and I wrote it to 40. And I'm like, you know what? I don't like it up here. It topped out here before, and I sold it out at 40, and I never bought it. It's at 7 bucks. So there is some cases where an actual sale, you know, in this <laughs> – up tape that we've had a relentless up market sometimes sales you know actually do work out so you know and i always talk about the ones that you know i didn't hold on to long enough well that was one that was good to get out of and book the game uh
3: sap is just relentless this morning relentless uh you're, it. you're you're in an area where you just i mean like when i say there's nothing up to 33.93. I mean, there's nothing up there to 33.93. We went, we carved through it yesterday, yeah. And just, and now it's. I tell you, people are just. I mean, technical levels are just kind of, they're just taking such a backseat to all the news right now. But uh, we'll see. Uh, up 27 and a quarter. We were, about, we were at the high of the session. I don't know if uh, if Trump looks at technical analysis or what. But I mean, we, <laughs> sure. we were, we were right at the high of the day when that happened, and I'm like. You know, you could tell like when there's moves, like, okay, a big seller came in, knocked it down five points. It was like five points, 10 points, 15, 20, 25. And then, of course, you see the tweet coming through. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk. I, I know you guys love the SPACs. So I want to know where you guys are backing up the truck here in Hillian. Did you see this thing uh, since it became a real stock?
2: What's this new symbol? H Y L N. I hate it when they change the symbols because I have to change my whole universe for it. And you know, and then it falls out of the universe. So this was the S H L L Spencer. Yes. Yep. And Spencer sold this, I believe it just obviously just changed names. So you sold this while Mr. Well, Israel. I
1: sold this at 30, like eight or 36 somewhere. Okay. in the mid- Well, you didn't
2: get out at the fifties when we were like, really like, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, but anyways, he tried to hold on. So good for you for trying to hold on. Good for you for also getting out when the breakdown started. The, 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 the cell was the bounce. I mean, we had a, sp- a bounce in all these SPACs when it went, you know, we had SPAC washout day down to 3321 back on the 24th. And then three days later, you bounced and you got almost all oh, those losses all back, back in days. a lot of the SPACs. And that was the selling opportunity. SPAC attack. The SPACs telling you right now, the luster has faded significantly off of these things. And I'm in a few and I'm like looking and I'm like, you know what? I don't know, man. Like the, the ones that I have left, I have SPAQ. I have LCA. I also have this smaller one, which I might just get rid of. i sitting around with. I'm not even going to say it because I don't want to move. Um, so, uh, but, you know, there's, like, there's, there's a few of these plays out there that I, I, I just don't know about now. Like, it's, it's like the, the, everything's back. You were just buying them and you were making money. And it's like everybody's losing money in these things now. And they've turned. They've turned like people who are buying every spec, you know, thinking, Oh yeah, yeah, it's going you know, this one's gonna become this and this is gonna become this. I mean, here you have an example of one that becomes the stock, SHLL becomes Helion. And what, what day did it do that, Spencer? H Y L N. What second. day did it actually become the stock?
3: It was it was the second, right, Spencer? Because I did I did an article yep, on
2: exactly. it was it was Friday. Yep.
3: It was Friday. Actually I did that. Uh, and the this stock's was...
2: been straight down since.
3: Yeah, I did this is the stock of the day, and it's so funny because you I said Everyone had to be in them. It was free money, right? It was- out- It felt yeah.
2: like it. I would have been playing them all alongside too. They've all just been running, but you don't You don't know day what? trade
3: these though, do you? They're just- yeah. Oh, I crazy. day
2: trade everything. Okay, so just to clarify, I stay away from some stuff in my longer term investment portfolio. I day trade everything. Every single stock, no matter what, I day trade it. So if I think there's an edge, If I see SPACs hot, I will go and start buying SPACs. So I I day trade, like people say, oh, I I stay away from Tesla. I day trade Tesla almost every single day, almost every single day, not a word of a lie. I'm in and out of it, in and out of it. So I day trade everything. Uh, Somebody else was saying, oh, you know, if you trade less, you make more money. Maybe, I'll tell you, that's not the case for me. I trade more, I make more money because I'm putting statistical (laughs) edges on everything. So if I have an edge of 1%, if I think I can make on an edge against like if I'm doing an arbitrage trade, if I can make like 0.2% on something, I'll take the trade. Because why not? You know, I don't need to make 20% on all my trades. If I make 0.2% on something, I'll do it. I mean, I'm not, you know, obviously, you know, prop trader, you're not, you know, you don't have the expenses, you know, you don't have to worry about as much. But I mean, with free trading out there too, Robinhood, it's, right. you know, a lot of you guys don't have commissions anymore either. So I think, you know, there's, there's opportunities in everything and day trading, I, yeah. I day trade everything.
3: I'm going to reveal uh, Dennis's uh, secret here. And what he does is he has a big bowl of letters. Um, next, <laughs> And he said, Oh, what should I trade today? He doesn't look at anything. And he goes, if he's really feeling, you know, he'll go four symbols, three symbols, you know, he'll never do five symbols because he doesn't trade pink sheets, but that's what I
2: don't. I, you're right. I don't trade everything. I don't like five <laughs> symbols when it's five symbols. I'm turned off on it. Maybe LSXMA, you know, Liberty Media, I might trade, but for the it's listed though. But you know, for the most part, you're right. I stay away from five symbols.
3: (laughs) Uh, I just real quick, you mentioned Tesla here, and I kept that like this 450 area. I just it just doesn't seem like it wants to go through there. Nor does it want to take out 400. uh, The uh, closing price on the on the, uh, the day before the split yeah. was like 440. This is, re- this is winding up because you traded 400 to 450 for a while. You had the one dip, but this is, I mean, this is a period where you had, you haven't had this kind of consolidation. And this is, cons- it's a 50 point range, but Tesla's winding up here. I know uh, Raz was looking for some big announcements here, but really interesting. I mean, trading range 50 buck trading range albeit mm. but uh we'll see bust above 400 450 take out 500 go to 550 or i don't know maybe just like mr market you know see, i
2: think i'll go the other way because we've been saying i think you're selling rips and buying dips i think this thing ups to 440 450 people saying oh it's going to break out i think they lose money Right. So I think as you get up near four you're selling it. As you get down maybe near 400, maybe below it, you're buying it. You're just going to continue to buy the dip and sell the rip. This is a contrarian's market right now. Headline driven, you know, Eventually deal, no kind of right deal now. stimulus. This is my kind of market. It's kind of your kind of market too, Joel, because you're a natural contrarian too as a trader. <laughs> I know you buy and hold stuff forever and that's worked really well for you. You, you seem to be a lot better investor than I am. But from a trading perspective, I know you're always were a natural contrarian. And this is the contrarian's market. What's contrarian mean for traders who are new? It's the trader that is fading the trade. So stocks up three, 4%, it's up too much, I'm gonna short it. Stocks down three, 4%, it's down too much, I'm gonna buy it. That has not worked that well really in the last decade. It's been a momentum market. Stocks that are hot get hotter, stocks that are cold get colder. But in this little short term, this short term, times where it, it did work well and we had it for about a year there in like 2018 with when we had deal no deal on the trade deal deal no deal deal no deal I mean maybe it was 20 later 2019 too we had that as well but you know now we're at a point here where it's the same thing at least for the next month it's deal stimulus deal no deal deal no deal and we're going to rip higher on potential talks oh and the potential talks falling off and we're going to sell off so I think The fade trade continues to win here. So I'm going to go with what I said a week and a half ago. Chop is the name of the game. I think Chop continues. Christian Frommherz agreed with me. You agreed with me. Why change that strategy? Because it is working perfectly right now.
3: Yeah, one more. Yeah, until the election. Uh, All right, uh, S&P's snuck up to 82 and a quarter. So that's your pre-market high in the green. And I mean, you're looking at up 26 handles, but in reality we're up almost 50 handles right from the because uh, they tagged this thing between uh 4 and 5 they got it down to uh i believe from the lows uh, yeah they really really tagged it and then someone was just convinced new yeah the after hours low was uh 30, 30 50. Mm. so 50 point rally here and uh that's uh that's a big move overnight by the dippers prevailing here uh Spencer, what uh We covered the earnings. There's a lot of ratings out there. It seems like uh, Barkley seems to have some opinions on the retailers.
1: Yeah, big note from them. Let's see. They're upgrading American Eagle to overweight, upgrading Foot Locker to overweight, upgrading uh, Contour Brains, KTB to overweight, Urban Outfitters to overweight. Uh, Who else did they do this morning? Uh, PVH caught a downgrade to underweight or sell. That's probably the most notable downgrade. Ralph Lauren's and neutral. Uh, I think that's it. They're
2: looking at L brands. They're looking at the Levi earnings. They're looking at um, Bed Bath & Beyond and they're thinking retail's going to get hot and we want to pick on these retailers that haven't been working because the ones that haven't been working for the last couple of years are starting to work. So I think that's what they're looking at and they're trying to pick the next Bed Bath & Beyond. Is it American Eagle Outfitters? I don't know about that, but I mean, I didn't think it was Bed Bath & Beyond either. You know, I've always joked the Bed Bath & Beyond, but now Kramer's getting on the bandwagon and he's been tooting the horn for BBBY and that continues to power it higher. Um, You know, I I will say, we're coming to Bed Bath & Beyond now. I mean, it's 21. Maybe it continues. Maybe it pulls the owl brands and continues to go up. Like they're trying to, Kramer's trying to say this is like an online play now. They've changed everything. They got new management. This is, you know, like a new Wayfair type of, you know, company here. And I don't know. I think they still have a lot of physical stores. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You know what would be interesting too is uh, I wonder when their leases are up. Well,
2: and that's, there's something too. I mean, some of these physical stores need to close locations. They, you know, are, they're just too big. I mean, these Bed Bath & Beyond stores are huge. A lot of them are mall-based or near the malls. I mean, it's been an impressive, impressive move. Um, Richard Johnson saying, come on, it's up 500%. I know it's been a really impressive move and we've got it wrong. Although, did we really get it wrong? Because we've hated this thing since 35. We just never got on the bandwagon and stopped hating it. Um, I don't know. Uh, Mike I don't know if I can come here when it's $5 and it's a good point. It was $3 back in April. It's 20. Is this a real turnaround story? Is this like your new online shopping experience and people are going to stop buying some stuff on Amazon to go buy it on bed, bath and beyond. I have trouble buying that story. That's why I'm probably not getting on the bull train here again. I don't want to be on the bear train on it because it's getting this whole online you know, like Kramer, too. like I said, is basically saying this is an online company here now. I just don't yeah, know don't how know. they converted that fast. But, you know, whatever, if the market starts to see it that way, you know, Andrew left, Mitch has said the same thing. Story is what matters. The story starts to get to Bed Bath & Beyond is an online company. You know, we, we yeah. didn't see RH going that way either. And RH, you know, turned it around too by, you know, obviously getting an, a, a huge online presence and doing their stuff that way. So, I, I, I think I'm more neutral on it here, but I'm, I can't get on the bandwagon and start buying it up here.
3: Uh, RH, uh, you, you got a straight print. Well, 368.65, but look at all those highs above 380 there. Holy mackerel. That's that's kept a lid on this. So I'd look for some downside here until you can press through. I mean, oh, they're not gonna be as close. It's actually 388 is the level. Uh, but Mike Brown, he keeps trying to get me to sell my L brands. And look at that, Dennis. Quad top there. 3350. Now I'm a little bit worried. Look at that. 3346, 3343, 48, and 57. And Similarly, holding 32 on the downside, closed 32.30. So trend is still up, but man. I still
2: can't believe this has come back this far. I had this tagged for like a single digit stock. I had it tagged for a single digit stock a long time ago. I I had the stock. Remember, we both bought it around the same time. We both bought around $35. And I was like, you know what? I don't like this story. I turned around and sold it and basically just scratched it out. But you were like, no, I still believe in you held it. It's come all the way back for you here, Joel, and you like basically got your money back in this puppy. Um, I don't know if don't you added know. to the position or not no, lower, no, but I but you're know. back. And oh. you you look at this and you think, is this a real turnaround story or is just just a squeeze? That's the question. Is Al Brands is everybody going online to buy their lingerie? Spencer, what are your thoughts? You've been quiet here in the background. Are you going on L Brands to buy lingerie? Uh, I just I hope not. Victoria's well, Secrets online. No. Well, I would if I got my
1: stimulus check, but <laughs>
2: oh, no, I know right now. That's no. a no right now. If you get your no. stimulus check, you're if I can, if going I get over to Victoria's thing secrets, thing. secrets to get your lingerie. Different story, but
1: and, uh, <laughs> no, no. I, for, I
2: don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm
1: with you guys. I, I also don't understand it, and so <laughs> I don't know
2: what I, I haven't understood the it, rally. It, so. it, I, I thought it was I think it started as a short squeeze, yeah. and it just turned into FOMO. Yeah. It's like, this is a real turnaround story. Everybody's buying lingerie all of a sudden. Well, okay, so they, they we never... We don't care, they're, they're all
1: mall-based. Wait, they never sold Victoria's Secret, right? They tried to, and, and, and they uh, right? Um, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. They tried to sell it, and that got called off. So they're stuck with this asset that they don't want. I don't know.
3: Uh, well, it seems to be good. Uh, did we Were we sleeping on the Lily news here? Uh emergency. What is Lily news? saying? Uh, Emergency Use Authorization of a New Combo Antibody Therapy.
1: Do we get five of these a day? (laughs) (laughs) For real. No, no, no. The the news is that they
2: submitted something. They they weren't granted anything. They submitted something. Submitted it, yeah. Every drug company in the whole – hey, newsflash. Every drug company in the whole entire world is working on COVID. It's kind of true. So, boom. Oh, Lily's working on it too. Bye, 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 bye. I mean, this is a story all of a sudden. Story trumps all. Um, This is Lily. Big stock. Probably never going to hit the bottom line on this. I'd be fading this.
3: uh, Just got up. I I will be fading
2: this. I I, I might be fading this. 150. Where did we get to, Joel?
3: Uh, 150 right on the Kisser.
2: Yeah, okay. So I I think that's a fantastic selling opportunity. This is kind of a
3: bit in uh, uh, the doldrums here, huh? 170 to 145. I mean, not really fallen into any category i mean I, I, it's value right it's not tech i don't know some of these stock, how's Merck looking i haven't looked at these healthcare care the drug stocks,
2: stocks have been, been in the gutter yeah i mean you have you know they've been going down so what do we say when stocks start new downtrends you sell rips lily Ooh. is in a clear downtrend here from 170 down to 145 i think the one i think this pop on this COVID headline it's just bots. It's people excited. It's like, oh yeah, this is going to go to 170. No, it's not. It's not going to 160. I don't think it's going to 155. I'm not even sure it's going to go back to 150. That just hit five minutes ago. My opinion, Lily. good company, out of favor here right yeah, now. Now you get is. A, a, a you get a counter move in a downtrend. Textbook says I sell this pop. It works. It might not work. It doesn't work 100% of the time, but Fifty percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> uh, I had to throw that one in, but
1: <laughs> it doesn't work hundred percent of the time. <laughs> uh, I we're gonna have Ivan Fine Seth here in a couple of minutes. Uh, I'm pre-market prep here from Tigris Financial Partners. I want to just discuss Apple real fast. Uh, they did, or they were part of the report from the uh, House Antitrust Committee yesterday, basically saying what we all know oh, to be man. true that that big tech is become uh, perhaps too big, uh, but also they announced that October 13th is the date of their iPhone event. Um, Apple typically trades higher into What's that the date? Event, October 13th.
2: Put it on your calendar. You yeah. buy this thing October 11th, maybe October 12th, just ahead of it, and then you sell it ahead of the event. There is Alpha extracted there. Again, it doesn't work 100% of the time, but it works a lot of the time. So, I would write that on my calendar October 13th, 1 o'clock. Usually, it's usually 1 p.m. Uh, yeah, it's always 10 a.m. Pacific. Yeah, so. okay. Uh, put that in your calendar. If you're trading, put that in your calendar right now. And I would say um, we're going to relook at this and, and look at this. Um, I mean, well, let's you, look at the calendar. You,
1: you can look now. And because typically, so I would typically,
2: say maybe over the weekend, even like I look at the taking it home on the 9th because maybe it gets a little bit of talking, but definitely on the 12th. Yeah. You probably see life on this in the 12th and running up into the event. Obviously, if the market tanks, that's a different story. So that's why I always hedge myself and people don't understand. P- people are asking questions about hedge trading. I mean, I'm trying to extract alpha from an event. If the market rolls over and gets killed, I'm not going to extract any alpha at all. So when I buy it, i may maybe short Qs against it. And then you're just trying to extract the difference. Okay, I think Apple's going to be strong relative to the Qs because of the event. You know, you don't have to get all fancy though. That's just protecting myself in case I get a sell off in the market.
3: Right. Uh boy, uh kind of just like the market here. Apple just winding up in a trading range. Uh pair lows at one twelve twenty two and one twelve and a quarter. So there's your support. Uh sellers, I'd say the will capped at one sixteen sixty five. That was uh your two day high on uh, yesterday's high sixteen twelve. So 112, maybe try and pick it up 112.5, 113 ahead of it. And uh, look at this 116.65 as resistance, but pretty quiet here for Apple. Usually don't see it in that kind of a trading range uh, since it made that low just under 105. You got, you got Ivan there for
1: us? We do. Ivan Finseth is a partnering CIO It's High Grace Financial Partners. Ivan, good morning. How are you? We are okay. How are you dealing with this back and forth, sell the rip, buy the dip market?
4: Um, I still say buy the dips. I'm not so much selling the rips a little bit, but uh, you got to buy the dips.
1: You're thinking longer term past the election. I I guess I was talking about short term into the election, but you're thinking beyond that.
4: Well, yeah, I think uh, a little surprised in what Trump did yesterday. Um, The market wants a stimulus package. But um, and uh, you know his coming down with COVID nineteen has weakened him, uh, but you can't count him out. I mean, Biden is leading in the polls because now the feeling is that we could get a massive stimulus package once Biden is in office. That the Democrats will dramatically try to spend the way out of this pandemic recession-driven recession.
1: Do you think one way or the other? volatility will come down after the election uh and there and we will be in more of a defined trend
4: um i think that uh i don't know if volatility will come down i think uh once we get over the the hump we we have two issues is the election is the next kind of point of uncertainty and then this whole thought about Whether it will be, we will have definitive results or not, and how long that gets challenged, and if we go into a period like in 2000 uh, and even potentially go past January 20th. I think there's a low probability of that. Um, I'm still calling for a Trump win, as crazy as it is. Uh, He trailed in the polls in 16. Uh, I know he's more crazy today than he was in 16, but. I think that uh, the incumbent advantage is very powerful. Uh, Historically, if the S and P five hundred has been up during the the prior three months into the election, so um, August, September, October, it is still up for that period. And um, uh, I I think we will get a stimulus package. I mean, he is. President Trump's the ultimate Soviet negotiator who you know pounds the table and walks away from the table and then comes back. I mean, just did it last night. Um, So uh, he needs a stimulus package too. I mean, it will help the economy. Uh, He has said for his whole term, he wants to be judged by the stock market. So, but it is surprising sometimes that he does things in his own worst interests that can torpedo the market like last night.
1: Ivan, I I want to get uh, your thoughts on a couple of stocks that are on your radar. You like McDonald's here. They had a press release this morning. I guess they're expanding their breakfast menu, which would imply that they are expecting more people to be eating out uh, in the coming weeks and months. But you like McDonald's here. Why?
4: Um, Execution uh the the focus on tech the focus on drive through the focus on curbside pickup and the fact that people are getting tired of eating at home people want to go out and
1: yeah but Tim McDonald's. Possible. McDonald's though
4: yes uh, oh, i mean yeah. uh the 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 egg McMuffin is just a culinary masterpiece the beauty is in its simplicity but it is delicious
3: <laughs> i have i have to throw a comment in here uh you know it, when i do get out of the house and go somewhere You go by, and I've just been the old reliable indicator that the drive-through lines at these places are unbelievable. Excellent point. Everywhere, I mean, McDonald's, Tim Hortons, Starbucks. I mean, people and Taco
4: Bell too. The line near me at Taco Bell, Wendy's. I mean, my favorite, my three favorite fast food or quick casual stocks are McDonald's, Wendy's, and Yum Brands, which owns uh, Taco Bell. And the line at Taco Bell is the biggest, but um, M- mcdonald 's and all of these have long i 'm surprised at the line at Starbucks i mean I think it would you 're going to wait looks like an hour in line for a cup of coffee you 'll drink in i guess in a few minutes, but uh, people do like Starbucks, and people are getting out more people are been cooped up at home they want to get out people tired of cooking that 's been one of the thesis behind uh, the recent surge and the coming surge in McDonald's, um, we we the the consumer. I mean, we 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 live in this pandemic and this mask-wearing environment, but people do want to get out.
1: Yeah, I I, I can also uh, second the lines at Starbucks. Uh, they they are a bit excessive. Uh, you also like Facebook here. They're of course part of this uh, continuing. Uh, investigation into the overreach of tech and whether or not these companies should be broken up. But Facebook also had a PR of their own yesterday. They announced that Netflix and zoom are being integrated into, uh, in, into Facebook and you into the Facebook, uh, right. In, just into Facebook and um, you still like Facebook here.
4: Absolutely. You got three huge trends. it has got one, is more people are connecting on Facebook during this pandemic that will continue. Two, they continue to incorporate more within Facebook that keeps you in Facebook. The whole point of Netflix being there is that you can tell your friends the programs you like. uh, uh, Talk about what's going on in the programs. I mean, one of the big uh, programs right now is Cobra Kai. Uh, it It was originally produced on YouTube. It moved to Netflix. It has caught fire. And um, people like sharing the experiences. And Facebook is a platform you share experiences. And the third is Facebook is going to go very big into e-commerce. It is going to be an e-commerce and e-shopping and an e-payment platform. And these are all powerful drivers. Um, look, they have uh, th- $3 billion monthly active users uh and it's where advertisers want to go it's the they they offer the best measure of return on advertised invested dollar because it's it's a targeted platform um so the advertisers want to go to where the people are people want to go to where the people are uh and they're going to continue to get big and it's uh i mean it's sad that being big is bad but it will continue to grow
1: you don't, you don't see any risk that uh, down the line, two, three, four years from now, we do get some sort of a definitive antitrust ruling and saying, you know, Facebook, you need to sell WhatsApp, Amazon, you need to do this, Apple, you need to do that. Um, if you look
4: at the history that, you know, Wall Street tends to push companies to spin off things. So if Amazon were to spin off their web company into a separate stock, that would be a bonanza. That wouldn't be a negative. People would love to have that so they could see, have the transparency into that line of business, which is a fast growing, highly profitable, powerful business. So I don't know that the end results of having these companies break up into separate companies would be the worst thing that would happen for them. Because at some point, you know, things do get so big, it becomes unruly, unmanageable, unmeasurable, and unmanageable. So I don't look at that being a negative.
1: And what about Caterpillar here? We're just about, we're pretty much at the same price we were two years ago. Uh, two years ago, in this stock, they did announce a small acquisition uh, on Monday. But you like Caterpillar here, right?
4: Yes, I mean the stock in what is a very challenging economic time is is near. It's it's at a a fifty two week high. It's about to break out, and any economic stimulus bill from either party is going to include massive infrastructure spending. I mean, we need it. We need to upgrade the power grid. We need, look, the roads and bridges still need to be repaired. Uh, There's so much construction opportunity, and and the fact that this big shift in housing from people moving from what they're calling vertical housing into horizontal housing, the, the housing market is on fire. I mean, who would have thought that some of the industries would be so positively impacted by the pandemic.
1: Caterpillar is a lesson in that um, federal raids aren't nece- aren't necessarily a, a, a selling news
3: event because
1: uh, Caterpillar's offices were raided in March 2017.
3: Spencer, and- boy, you are you are going back. You are going into the old bag of tricks on that one. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I
1: mean, the old f- got that got that case dismissed. And it, I mean, it was that that the, the, the news old. of that raid was basically a bond. <laughs> so,
3: that was under 100. When was that, Spencer?
1: Yeah, that was March of 2017. It's it <laughs> like 90 something, 80 something dollars. And uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it just goes to show uh, raids are not necessary on
4: on bad news.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're not necessarily bad news. Uh, so I, I remember that.
4: I would think a, a raid when when federal usually authorities usually that. You know, I, I don't know if it is dr- as dramatic as it is on TV, where they kick down the door and they run in. They, I think more they kind of walk in and, and ask for some pa- documents and things. But um, yes, right. uh, buy on bad news, but. Um, you know, a a lot of this in companies is, is, you know, not that big a deal.
1: Yeah.
4: I mean, you know, we don't want to ever see malfeasance and any illegal activities, but I don't think that's the case. But, um, you know, look, Caterpillar is a leader in its field. There's only a few companies that make big, heavy construction equipment. Plus uh, it's the maintenance of all this equipment and the upgrades And and including advanced technological functions that they're incorporating into all this to monitor and manage and keep these things working. I've been to the Caterpillar test site in Tucson where they run a completely autonomous work site with these massive bulldozers and dump trucks. It's fascinating to see.
3: it say something negative. I mean say what like are you worried about anything is there anything that could turn this market negative I mean it, you know I know the the analysts you know you're you're optimistic and everything but I mean is there can you say anything I mean we're going to an election on COVID-19 is there can you say anything I mean anything uh, uh,
4: the biggest the biggest fear of not only the market, but that people have is that we have another huge resurgence of, of infections of COVID-19, um, cases. Um, you know, it it is, uh, it is scary and having to live in the mask world. But if you look how scary it is and yet the market and a lot of areas of the economy, it's been said that look the cruise industry, was doing incredibly well last year. Was going to have another record year this year. Decimated, no fault of their own. The airline industry, the restaurant industry, the travel industry, the hotel industry. It's it's sad, but they will come back. Um, you have uh, you know, people do want to travel and go on vacation and go on cruises. So you have this pent-up demand, and I think there's opportunity everywhere, and I would just prefer to look at the opportunity or potential opportunities rather than the negativity. There are certain stocks that have rallied that have surprised me. I'm a little surprised in the, in the strength in Beyond Meat, for example, the valuation, and just the fact that what they do is not all that proprietary. But, yes, they have done well in partnering with companies like McDonald's and Uh, Starbucks and leading fast food providers. But um, so there's some stocks that have surprised me and some stocks that have caught fire because of the pandemic. I mean, I think Peloton did revolutionize in home fitness and the pandemic was like lightning striking for them and they are benefiting and they are changing uh, how we exercise. Unfortunately, another industry that has been hurt by the pandemic has been the gym industry. And um, people are going to uh, have spent a lot on in-home fitness, and it's going to continue. And again, look at the companies that are other companies that are benefiting from this, like uh, the vitamin companies, like Nu Skin. Nu Skin twice in the past two quarters has raised expectations, because one of the best ways to be healthy is to be healthy. The stronger your immune system is, we're also learning a lot. And... Not only in home fitness but nutrition, but m- measuring your performance and functions like um, with Garmin smartwatches and the, the pulse ox meter. I mean, your drop in oxygen. Look what happened with President Trump. They said he had a brief drop in the bl- oxygen level in his blood. That's an important thing to monitor. Uh, Garmin was one of the first smartwatch companies to incorporate this functionality into their watches. Um, just the ongoing data uh and the learning from that to to help fend off this uh and the other big overhanging potential positive catalyst is a vaccine you know if we're going to need a vaccine to get out of this pandemic mess and um it is supposedly very close uh we could have the announcement of an effective vaccine as early as the end of this month get it into production by the end of this year and that's what will drive 2021.
1: All right. We'll see. i been fine. Tiger's financial partners. Tiger's. Uh, i think stock of the time today. Thank Dennis. you. All right. Uh, Dennis, when is the last time you looked at your stock? And by your stock, I mean triple D. I'm just curious.
2: It's been a uh, pile of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we're going to take off. Yeah. Oh, what I, happened? Don't know. I don't, wow, I don't it's know. It's squeezing them a bit. Wow. ssys i always look at those too so you got a little 3d printing a little again here's a stock and a clear downtrend, and a counter rally can it go on for a bit maybe but uh, hard to get excited about 3ds
3: yeah what happened to 3d printing Now people aren't in the office not printing anymore i don't know
2: it's just been a real you know disappointing i i've tried to actually invest in this a couple of times these stocks ssys and 3d and they're just disaster investments. They just continue to go lower. I mean, this stock was $90 back in 2014, and it's 5 bucks. So, you know, SSYS, if we go back with $130, it's $13. I mean, can this be a turnaround story eventually? Maybe. But, you know, I've always said that probably the best way, if you're really into the 3D printing, is still Hewlett-Packard, HPQ, because they're going to be involved. They're going to be a big player. If not, they're already probably a big player there. And they got a dividend in there. You know, it's a stable company, 3.68%. So if you really want to get into 3D printing, I'd just go with Hewlett Packard, HPQ.
1: Turnaround stories can be great if you're willing to wait for a long time.
2: People have been trying to play the turnaround story in the 3D printing stocks. And I've been one of them multiple times and they keep getting crushed on it. So hard to get really excited and say, okay, it's different this time.
3: Look at the camera on the stick though. That's rallying. (laughs)
2: where's that five bucks now yeah oh it's up from two that's a pretty good rally from two dollars again the camera on a stick gopro we're talking about 98 dollars back in 2014 when everybody was going to have a camera on the stick they were going to get 10 everybody's going to have one for the kids for their for their wives for their dogs for the pets they were just going to put gopros on everything and it didn't happen And here it is, down to five bucks. I mean, these turrets look the same. 3D, 3D printing. Everybody's going to 3D print everything. And you know, you know, you know what's a? You would have thought in the COVID environment that 3D printing would have came through with like the masks and you know with the PPE. Yeah. And there was a there was a buzz talking about that, but it never really materialized enough to help these stocks. So you know, if back to March, you'd think, oh, these could be COVID plays because they could 3D print all of the, you know, the PPE equipment that we need. And there was talk about that. Even I think even Kramer had brought 3D systems on saying that. And that was just another selling event there too. And it's just never materialized. So very the, these stocks just huge disappointments.
1: I, I have a, a pair of 3D printed slippers at home that someone sent Benzinga. And they were yeah,
3: who said that? Are they comfortable?
1: <laughs> they were in our office for like a year. And one day Luke just said, here, here Spencer, you can take this home. <laughs> so I took them home. I think I've worn them once. They're not bad. They're sl- I mean they're slippers. I don't really wear them. What,
3: what about that camera that was gonna three um, D uh, or the company that was gonna three D um, organs?
2: Or, or yeah, or organ, or Organovo or, 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 or ONVO? Is that it? Yeah. Organovo.
1: Yeah. Oh, that was it? That was it. Yeah.
2: I mean, that sounds like a cool idea. It sounds like something that could work. It sounds like a stock that could even have a story, but it just never materialized. And now you look, and over the last, you know, couple of years, and it was, it was even out before that. Well, if you go out to the monthly, you can see, ninety-six dollars back in twenty sixteen, because they were going to print hearts, they were going to three D print all the organs that we can't. I mean, it sounds like something I'd like to invest in. Yeah. all of this stuff kind of had was kind of sexy at the time it's like it sounded like something i wanted to invest in it just never worked out oh, and why? now there's so many people that are just crushed in these things that you have trouble finding the way that this this can be a turnaround story i mean i i don't know if it can uh but i know ONVO. i, I it's the concept sounds awesome well so, why,
1: why invest in 3d printing when you can invest in specs is my question
2: Maybe that took the luster. There was other things. But you know these 3D printing stocks have been such dogs. There's so much overhead pain, overhead supply in all of these stocks because everybody that has bought these stocks in the last three years or five years is down significant money. And you have people in the hope trade saying, well, eventually it's going to come back. I bought this ONVO at 20. If it ever gets back to 20, I'm going to get out. And you have the person that bought at 10. If it ever gets back to 10, I'm going to get out. That's why it's so hard when they've been down for this many years for stocks to just start ripping higher. So unless they get like a government contract, come and start printing organs, you know, there's a major headline, you know, and I'm I'm alluding to the Kodak thing, you know, with the government contract. You know, that that and that was a gift too. And, you know, Kodak's right back down, obviously. So that was a gift too. And I'm still going to say, I think Kodak's five bucks when we look at under $5, when we look at it. You know, I said a year from now, two months ago. So I guess I got 10 months left. It's still leaking. So I I don't know. The ONVO, I like the best out of the stories on this. Could, could it get hot again? It has the potential, but trying to time that has been a losing game for a long time.
3: XONE was in that category, too.
2: XONE e- is still e- that. E- where's e- that one? 12 bucks. Uh, it's held up a little better than some of the other ones. Yeah. Okay. Still, again, though, put it in perspective, go to the month, this is $75. I mean, all of these stocks, he bought them 2013, 14, 15, 16, when 3D printing was going to take over everything, have been dogs.
3: All right, just made a new high at eighty four seventy five, trading thirty three eighty. So holding these gains nicely. A half hour here going into the open, three minutes left. DKNG
2: trying to hold the fifty two here, Joel. Too. Yeah, very, real, very, The right. Arabs are really trying hard here. It's went through it a couple times. What's the pre market low? Uh, it's like a magnet, though. It's just sticking the fifty two right now. Oh yeah. Funny how these you know prices can become like a magnet like that.
3: All right, let me, uh, I think She'll I saw the
2: pre-market low. I, I saw like 51.75. I don't know if it got lower than that.
3: Uh, nope, not too much. Uh, 51.60. And now huh. the bots are just uh
2: The herbs are, are in there. Fun. They're trying, yeah. You know, you got people saying, okay, I'm safe at 52.00. In normal, if you didn't have those NFL headlines, I'd say, yeah, I think you're probably safe at 52, but um, I I haven't bought it because I'm just nervous, and maybe this is just like just blind, close your eyes, don't worry about the NFL headline, and maybe try it, and maybe it bounces, but I think there's another shakeout in here yet. Uh, Nervous.
3: I knew rave would come up during the show. Did you see this one, Dennis?
2: What do you got? What stock?
3: Oh, it's already faded, Spencer. Oh, R-A-V-E? R-A-V-E. Yeah. I don't even
2: know what that. is. I've never even heard of that. So Wait, I say I trade, trade everything. you trade
3: everything? I know. I, trade, I everything. trade everything.
2: I've never made a trade trade it trade I right don't now. think in rave ever.
3: Do one right now. I don't care if you scratch
2: it. You, you, <laughs> I don't care. I better trade it right now.
1: Well, this is- yeah. So it, it's got a 10 million share float. And I don't know what the volume is this morning, but I'm sure it's close oh, oh,
3: it's um, huge.
1: What
2: know. is the news?
1: And then they just announced a couple of new executives and nothing
3: <laughs> you wish you would have saw this one, Dad.
2: What well how high did it get?
3: Oh, I don't want to tell you.
2: 350? <laughs> is that right? 382. Is that right?
3: It is. It what is what are
2: people doing? It, well, guess what time it was? You won't hear, and you know what on Twitter. You will hear. You will hear nothing from the person bought it that bought it at three eighty two. They will not be tweeting whatsoever. They are sitting under their desk and saying, "Well, it's going to come back. It's going to come back. Oh, it's got to come back to three eighty two because I bought it there." <laughs> and I tell you, maybe it's probably going back to fifty cents eventually.
3: i If you would have got up in the first 15 minute bracket, uh, 13,000 shares traded. And then when it made the high around 430, um, almost 400,000 shares traded. I just shake
2: my head. (laughs) This stuff, these are the stocks that everybody says they make money on and the 99% <laughs> lose on these things. These are so, hard. and you don't hear from the 99%, you only hear from the 1%. You hear from the person that bought it yesterday at 50 cents and they've had in their portfolio for 2 months and or for 2 years and they just lucked out that, you know, the bots got silly. There's always a silly stock of the day. Here's your silly stock of the day. It's not it, this isn't, you know, a 10 20 dollar stock. I believe look at this from 6 months from now, oh, same thing. Cents. It's, it's marked 50 cents. 50 okay. cents.
1: Try six days, but all right. It's like the
2: wrapper, 50 cents, 50 cents.
1: Okay, uh, I apologize. We didn't get to cover uh, any tickers really from the chat, but join us at the 3.40 uh, p.m. show. We will cover a lot more of them. Uh, thanks to all the participation that we love. The participation in our chat, both on Benzinga Pro, on Benzinga.com, and of course on YouTube. While you're on YouTube, hit that like button, hit that
3: subscribe button. I'm
2: hitting a like button right now. Thank 186. You, man. I'm 186.
3: That doesn't count if you, yeah. you like. You really can't. Oh, every
1: like counts, Joel.
3: Every they
2: like. all count. I we can like our own show, Joel.
3: Every like.
2: We can like our own. It's okay, Joel. Have you ever liked our show before? No, I haven't. Joel, I feel like we could have been. The number one thing on YouTube, if you would have just been hitting the like button more often, and now feel, because of you, we which, aren't the number one, but we which, will be. We're trying to get there.
3: Which, I feel like that's kind of cheating, but anyway,
2: like it's cheating. If you, Spencer, do you have you ever liked the show?
1: You know, yes, not today I haven't yet, but oh, you forget, don't like, the like show it because they're at two
2: ninety nine. You better like it.
1: I like the show every day, so right. I, I not necessarily during, during the show, but at some. Mitch in the
2: background. Do you like the show every day? Mitch, come off mute for a second. You're there. You're he he he's he's watching all the stocks for us here. So Mitch. I want to say my my dad says he loves Mitch. My dad watches the show. He loves Mitch. We want to hear from Mitch here. Mitch. Of course, of course, <laughs> gotta like the show every single day. Mitch likes <laughs> I the, the show before. every single day. <laughs>
1: I don't know, yeah, Actually, I like it twice. I like it from my account and from the middle. I've
2: tried team. to like it twice, and you know what happens when you like it twice? It takes an like, unlike. You hit it no. twice, and now I unliked it. So you can't oh, like it twice. They pull the rug out from under you. There, it. I'd like it twice, but I hit it again, and then I've unliked it, and I'm net zero. What, what I'd say for our viewers is watch out for solar today. I see solar. Like stocks on the gappers. So. What do you got for me? Give me. Mitch watches everything. He's there watching the stock. What do you got? Oh, uh, so We're going over time. We're sun going over time. Sun W and OPTT
4: are some yeah. of the, the highest cappers today. And oh, so way. definitely you're going to be seeing
1: a whole bunch of uh, interest in solar plays.
2: That yeah, sun, sun is hot.
1: Sun, Sunworks want to, uh, they want a contract this morning. So keep, yeah, Sunworks
2: has a catalyst. So maybe not.
3: What's, what's the uh, symbol on that one?
2: S-U-N-W. Sun W.
3: Isn't that Sun Microsystems?
2: <laughs> it was Joel blast from the past it was wow. the old Sun Microsystems <laughs> remember Sun Microsystems Where did it, did it go under or did it get taken over eventually I, I know can't. it went way down did it eventually get bought or did it actually go under I think it got bought like at like two uh, bucks it was like 150 and it got bought like two bucks Sun Microsystems blast uh, yeah, from the past. yeah they got bought by Oracle oh they did what was the takeout price you take over price? price oh my goodness they- i'm looking google knows all you just google boom they take paid over seven, price they
1: paid nine dollars
2: and fifty cents all right so that was pretty good although the stock was like a hundred dollars in the tech bubble so it uh, wasn't good for a lot of people next the last thing i'd mention is uh dennis uh, you owe me some lunch on work so oh my uh, goodness I- i'm Mitch feeling hungry that Mitch, you know what? I got to stop betting against other people. I only bet against Joel because Joel always gives me lunches. So So what's going to happen here, Mitch? Tell you how it's going to work. And Spinner gave me the idea on Twitter. We are giving you – we are factoring this out to Joel here because Joel – owes me the about gap. 25 lunches. So you, now, Joel, you owe no, me lunch. 24,
3: because I'm going to And use the other the, reason uh, for
2: that is I can't cross the border to get Mitch lunch. You can because you're already over the border with Mitch. So I want you to fly out to Colorado and buy Mitch lunch. You can sure. you do that. Get on an airplane. I'll drive. Wear your N95 mask. I'll drive. Safe. He's I'll gonna drive. drive. This <laughs> is
1: from this is from the Carvana bet. So Joel lost that to Dennis. So Joel is gonna. But Joel lost Dennis all the bets to me. Who's gonna pay me? I know I
3: bet cold streak. I know <laughs> I <that>.
2: cold <laughs> streak. So anyways, Joel, Mitch, Joel owns you a, a lunch, and he's gonna fly out there to Colorado and get it for you, oh, or at least grubhub him, grubhub him up there. He's in the mountains. It's cold. Send him some hot soup, just like you remember. You sent Tafari. You sent him the hot soup. <laughs> you remember Mitch, that too. I was just Mitch thinking wants about some it. some hot man. soup.
3: I got, remember, what was the name of that place in Chicago that had the great she-crab soup? I can't remember. Yeah, Fari and I. You know what? We'll have to dig up Fari. We haven't heard from him in a while. Maybe, we'll, uh, maybe I'll get him on next week or something. I'll, I'll check it out, Fari. Okay. All right, 905. Uh, Spencer, who's our guest tomorrow?
1: Uh, Tomorrow, we're talking real estate. Michael uh, Episcope, uh, he uh, runs Origin uh, Investments. They're a real estate investing platform. So we're we're talking the real estate market on tomorrow's show. Uh, Please remember that all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. Everyone have a good rest of your day. We will talk to you at 3.40 p.m. Eastern.